thanks for joining us at the Alchemy Lab, where we dissect, discuss, and analyze all things digital transformation in the digital sphere. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Alchemy the Lab. So you're listening to Meg, and today I'm joined by our in-house wonderful wordsmith, Amy. Hello, that was a little bit of alliteration. <laughs> wonderful wordsmith. I, I love to hear what you're going to call me every week. <laughs> I know, a different one every week. So today we are talking about why the words you use matter for your brand or business. So it's probably a lot more deeper than the obvious point of, yeah, the things you say about your brand are going to be really important. But can you just expand on the fact why the words are so important for building your brand? Yeah, I mean, I love words, obviously. I'm a writer. I could go on and on and on about how important words are. And I love learning about words and different words, obviously. I have throughout all of my education and career and everything. So I love talking about them. But um, I do think it's really important to kind of establish your brand Um so you really want to set the tone with your audience and portray your personality so that you can really form the characteristics and establish who you are in your industry i think it's particularly important in that sense for any businesses or um just to build your brand in general so words can be really compelling actually i think that not a lot of people really think about the meanings of words or what they signify and how that can actually affect the reader or your potential customers um so by thinking about that, you can really determine what you want to show yourself as. Um, so that might be whether you want to be direct or approachable, so whether you use more colloquial, colloquial <laughs> language or formal language. Um, so yeah, words can really signify so many different meanings and then evoke different emotions on the reader and things like that. So when you're building your brand and trying to get more engagement, words are actually really important and especially especially the phonetics of words. <laughs> I'm talking about words, but I can't speak. I can't actually speak and get my words out. Um, but yeah, especially like the phonetics of words as well. Um, so going back to just break it down a little bit, the colour bit, what, what you mentioned, what type of wording is that? What does it mean? So colloquial words, is that Colloquial. Colloquial words. Word that, of the day. That's like more kind of so it's less formal so it's how we would talk just in normal conversation yeah. so if you wanted to act like you're having a conversation with your audience which obviously builds that is the best way to engage is to yeah. speak like your customers it's more personable i mm-hmm. think if you have colloquial language but then if you wanted to be more formal and that's what your business is so if you're maybe more corporate yeah. you'd go for more formal uh, language rather than colloquial <laughs> colloquial <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely it belongs on where to the day toilet paper that I know <laughs> if you can get it out <laughs> um, okay well can you give us some examples of the types of words that are important in setting the tone of voice or some words that we can pay attention to yeah I've actually got a long list because I just love coming up with uh, all the different words that you could use so plosive sounds so this is harsh sounds like you could use words with a or so they come across kind of more powerful and direct i think okay you've got fricative um, which is another phonetic sound and that's Ooh, where like you that. like block an airway so plosive is like where you fully block it whereas fricative is where you just do it a, like a tiny bit like so your, your tongue is touching the roof of your mouth yeah things like the or so it could be like your lips or tongue or so like sh or the for things like that um 
Then coming away from the phonetics, I've got a word which is imperative. So if you use imperative words, then they're very direct. They order the reader. So things like do this or click here. So you might have them more in your call to actions. Um, homophone, I thought that I'd mention because I love homophones. And they are basically words um, that are spelt differently, but they sound the same. So like C is in the deep blue sea or C is in I see you. Oh, wow. Um, I'm so learning so much, by the way, <laughs> because this is where we've got our experts in the building. Because honestly, I would not know homophone. I know. I love bringing I love homophones that. up as well, because not a lot of people know it. But I just it's just one of those words that I've just always remembered. But I think the reason I said it today is because I think that you could really like play with homophones in your slogans or headlines yeah um and i think a lot of brands do do that but if you may be struggling for a slogan or a headline think about homophones and how yeah. you can play around with them yeah that's a good idea um so also fillers a filler is not the ones that get injected to <laughs> your face okay you know what <laughs> when i was saying that i was thinking don't get confused <laughs> like we are talking about words so that's like um or like I use them quite a lot. You might hear it in the podcast. I do a lot of ermine and like. Um, I think it's definitely a Scouse thing as well. We always say, um. Yeah, yeah. I, to be honest, I think quite a lot of people are guilty of it, but I definitely do it a lot. It's just to fill the space. So, so that's, like, so, so is that, so like if I'm having a sentence, if, if I'm having a sentence, gosh, we both can't talk today. <laughs> if I am saying a sentence, would you say a filler is thinking time? Yeah, so you might be doing it subconsciously or you might be doing it to actually think about what you're going to say. I do it a lot subconsciously where I'm talking and I just put, I don't even think that I've said it. And I think a lot of the time that is the case, but if you didn't know what to say next, you'd be like, um, like, you know, it's yeah. those kind of words that you don't, you wouldn't grammatically put in a sentence, but you just say it out loud. But I think those actually humanize your brand if you put them in your content. So, Sometimes in blogs and things, I would put that um, kind of fillers because it sounds more like a conversation. Definitely. You might, you know, in any kind of um, paragraph where you want to sound a little bit more friendly or approachable, or you might put like, um, hello, or something yeah. <laughs> like that. Something which is kind of quite funny or quirky. Um, and that brings me nice onto interjections. That's like um, a word that expresses emotion, but kind of similar to a filler it's like wow or oh so you might be like oh really or wow that's great kind of thing so that's the same thing really it comes across quite friendly in your in your content as well um and conjunction is more like connecting words like and and but and i think that adds to the variety of what you're writing about as well so if you provide explanations and then you've got the easier one, which I think everyone will know, but adjectives, which is a, des- a describing word. Um, but then I was just thinking that was quite good to put in there because even though you might use adjectives quite a lot, or it might be quite an obvious one, because it's a describing word, it can make things a lot more emotive. So then that ties into emotive language, which is a kind of language that you can use um, purposefully. Um, and then you can also use that for persuasive language. And then you can use power words, um, so power words is like um, words that you would use on vocabulary. That's vocabulary. <laughs> we're, can I just say we're recording this at five to six, and I think we're running out of steam. <laughs> I think I think we um, we need we're even using more and more fillers. <laughs> I know. And we're talking about words. 
words and I can literally cannot even speak, but vocabulary. It is a Monday, focused, guys. It is a Monday. And it's a Monday, yeah. Um, vocabulary focused on how you want to make the reader feel is what I was trying to say. So, yeah, thinking about whether you want to use persuasive language or emotive language, let them do tie together, but then to get those, you could use more adjectives. Um, so, yeah, that's. I hope you're all still awake because that was such a long <laughs> list. But I'd say I was just thinking of all the interesting kind of words that you might want to learn about. I, I enjoyed that list. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you I did. think I learned a lot there, so thank you. <laughs> so, okay, let's think about what kind of words should brands use depending on what they want to portray. So let's let's use an example. So let's say I'm a fashion brand that is talking to young females who want to be trendy. Yeah, okay. So if you were talking to a younger kind of audience, then I would say go colloquial. There's the word again. I would say <laughs> go quite informal and um, use informal vocabulary. So, so um, Pretty Little Thing are really good at doing this, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yes, they do. Um, and they're using like, abbreviations and things like that. Um, so I would say use that and even things like, you know, fillers and things like that, like yeah. I described before. So for a younger audience, I would try and come across as approachable and keep um, it quite fun. fun. Keep yeah. it fun, yeah. Okay, so at now I'm a law firm based in Stockton Heath. What type of language, what type of word should I use? So you would want to go formal, I think, with a law firm because obviously that's quite corporate. And I'd say go with more, in, what do I say, imperatives? I would say you probably do do want to be quite direct. So you'd be like, do this, this is the next action kind of yeah. thing. So I'd probably say full full of imperative um, imperative words and yeah, keeping it formal and you wouldn't want to use any fillers in that one. Probably wouldn't want to use any interjections either, but probably say use quite a lot of conjunctions because you want to add variety and try and provide explanations, which is what conjunctions are great for as well. Yeah, so, I think yeah. good advertising and marketing for a law firm is they'll describe a problem and then they'll provide the solution. So yeah. using the conjunction to exactly. bring that together. Yeah, perfect. So I love how proud of me you were. Like, exactly. Gold like star. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, miss. Um, so, oh, there we go. Two fillers there. Two fillers for you to that. Yeah, I know. Um, so we use a lot of fillers. We do. <laughs> uh, what is your favourite word, or what would you use for your Amy Williams brand? You know what? I was actually thinking about um, what what mine would be, and I'm not sure. Um, okay, well, if it's easier, why don't you do me? What would you use for my brand? What would you use for me? your brand? Yeah. I would use... A lot of interjections, because I feel like you're going, wow! <laughs> I don't know why I went American then, but you're very like, I feel like you express emotion quite a lot of like, that's great, but then also, I do think maybe imperative, you have an imperative tone, like, because you like to this get things direct. done. You, yeah, <laughs> direct, you like to get things done. Um, maybe a bit of persuasive language in there, I think you're quite good with persuading people. So yeah, I'd say those ones were the 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 most I love that like, okay yeah. we've warmed you up now what would you use for yourself okay I think maybe mine would be more like emotive language because I think I'm a little bit softer um but then also 
Do you know what? I don't, I don't know what relevance homophones have. I just love homophones, so I'm just going to say that. And what would your homophone example be then to describe For you? For me, oh, I don't know. Let's think of all the different homophones there are. What would we... Do you know what? If I could have it on a T-shirt, because I hate it when people use the wrong homophone for there. Do you know, like, over there, or they are, or they're they're for possession. And people have actually, like, used to joke about that because I was the grammar police. You are the grammar police, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I do always, like, hammer people for comments. I think that's my thing. But um, I think... Yeah, because that really frustrates me when people use different theirs, but I think quite a lot of writers would say the same thing. Um, so homophone, which has no relevance other than that. I would say that you're the source as well, which is a homophone. So source, S-A-U-C-E, because you bring the source to alchemy, and then S-O-U-R-C-E, because you're a source of wordsmith information. Oh, wow, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. I wish I came up with that. I was trying to think of homophones off the top of my head. I had to but... Google homophones, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, that's great. No, I like that. <laughs> okay, so... Any top tips for brands and their marketing strategy when it comes to the words that they are using? Yeah, okay, so I'd say get to the root of your brand. So like we were saying before, when you know you were talking about a law firm or a fashion, um, in the fashion industry, like they're two completely different industries and probably have different target audiences and different purposes and different aims and goals for their businesses. So just don't pick one that you like because like, I like more emotive, colloquial stuff, but actually you need to work out what's the best for your um, audience or the receiving end. So really try and identify like who they are and what they want, um, what they would want from you as well, and what how would what would work best. So like um, imperative is quite good for um, like advertising because you say like buy this now or go on to our website for this offer or something like yeah. that so you need to really try and gauge what your what the aim and the goal is of your business a good thing to remember as well is as a business owner you may not be your audience yeah definitely i think that's something that a lot of small business owners especially don't give enough attention to yeah 100% think about who you're selling to who your audience are who you're engaging with and talk like them yeah definitely so I think even getting a digital audit like you I think you really need to be meticulous with finding out who your audience is and who engages with what because once you found that out then you can really start to work on your brand and then obviously um, part of your brand is your tone of voice so then you need to identify your tone of voice and then you can start to think about the words that you want to use so like even I was thinking before charities is completely different to what you know a business would do because as their organisation with their with their goals and aims you know they want people to maybe donate money or fundraise so they would probably use more emotive yeah. language because they really want to get pull on the heartstrings so yeah. they use more adjectives and things like that um, for their cause because it's so important so there's a complete array there's a, like a magnitude of different types of things that you can consider for your tone of voice and the wording and everything so yeah I'd say really try and identify what character your brand is and then from there you can start looking at what words you want to use love that I love it 
So, well, I feel like I've learned a lot today, miss. I feel like I've, I've had a proper English lesson and let's face it, my English is not great, I am a scouse. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for that. I hope our listeners have found it as informative as I have and um, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you follow Alchemy on all social media platforms. Links are in the description of this podcast.